Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Prepare man, Matt Strange. Uh, oh no, oh no, there's no and this is. He's, he's gone. <laughs> um, we're recording without Mio currently. We are hoping that he's going to randomly turn up and just appear. Macabre um, got him. At some point. <laughs> um... <laughs> How have you been this week, sir? Uh, tired. I've been fixing a tent for our nerdly weekend away this uh, coming week and making props. Uh, crabs, to be specific. Uh, how about you? Um, I've spent the weekend watching the same video on YouTube over and over again. I can't imagine what oh, that you... was. Oh, you mark. <laughs> you massive mark. <laughs> it's, just watching, it's just watching that crowd pop when Becky Lynch comes out. Hey, <laughs> the turnaround, Badoosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the first time you may have listened. This may be the first time you listen to our podcast. I'm imagining that um, we may pull a couple of listeners with this one. Hopefully so. Um, so, as such, you would need to know that we have a tier list, which is how we review the varying matches of Dynamite, overall BTE, overall Dynamite, and um, matches and overall rating for Rampage. Mr. Strange, are you ready to explain the tier list? Yeah, I am. Why not? Fuck it, let's do this. You all know a good tier list from various channels on YouTube, from computer games, from the school system... You don't go any lower than a D, unless we're being facetious. It is a bad match. It's a bad segment. Our time has been ra- uh, wasted. The match was purposeless. The wrestler didn't get themselves over. We didn't enjoy it. That's a D rank match. From there, we rock up to a C. C is good. It's what we expect from our average middle of the show stuff or segment. The story's there. The wrestling's good enough. Maybe there's not that much story, but the match is good. You know, you're entertained. Your time hasn't been wasted. Then we rock up to B, or match plus one, as I often call it. Match plus one. I want to know the story going in. I want that wrestling to be crisp and cool. I want that backstage scene to be inspiring. Teach me who the character is. B is B is better than good. You've enjoyed, properly enjoyed that moment on the television. Top of the night is normally an A-rank match or segment. Story going in. Story going out. A phenomenal match with no botches. You watch it all the way through. You talk to your mates about it or do a podcast about it. The segment gets the wrestler over, or it's hilarious, or it explains this feud. We want some cool fucking stuff in an A-rank match. I don't want to look away from that TV. The top of the scale is, of course, the legendary S-rank match. Paradigm-breaking story moments driven by character arcs that let us know where the characters are coming from, where they're going. It might feature interesting characters, such as biker gangs, or undead wizards, or ninjas, and luchadors. (laughs) It's one of those rare moments. It could be somebody fighting their long-time opponent at the end of a story arc to conclude a magnificent thing with some really cool paradigm-breaking stuff in the wings. Or it could be a massive, entertaining clusterfuck of special moves in the new cinematic world of wrestling. But that's it. D, shitty. C, good. B, very good. A, awesome. And S, oh, a thing of legend. So, uh, moving on from there, um, I've just realised this is OG Wrestle Opinionated, this is. Hey mate, we're back just to the, the beginning. Just, yeah, just the two of us. Um, so, uh, moving on, uh, the news. We've got quite a lot to get through this week, I think. 
I thought I was going to be sarcastic and go, no, Morg, there's no news. Do you know what the fucking news is? Uh, but no, <laughs> turns out there is actually news. Uh, so I'm going to do the first bit, which is just mainly something me and you just discussed, uh, just because I think it's interesting. And I think it's worth a, a, a little bit of discussion for the listeners is related to the thing that you've just been sarcastic about. <laughs> um, it's the Jim Cornette. Um, Jim Cornette quote, and, and I've listened, I've actually listened to part of a Jim Cornette episode. The quote is, that's not how I would have debuted CM Punk. That was better. Which, coming from Cornette, who's not been the biggest... Um, yeah. It's it's an interesting turnaround. What's a job? What is running out? Just build <laughs> him a museum and leave him. He'll be so happy. <laughs> Just put him in it. And talk about wrestling. I tell you what, lightly offensive things. If, if, if he didn't come out with all the offense, I think that's the problem. He doesn't fit with AEW's more progressive feel. I'd, I'd have him as a manager for somebody any day, as a mouthpiece for oh, someone. Wonderful. You know, as long as he. We've got bands. Yeah. You know, obviously, move the problematic comments aside, and I'm not forgiving him, him for them or anything. You know. Hell, he's, you know, he's one hell of a talker. There he is. Well, he has been. He built his entire legacy on it. I mean, as much as he, people might criticise him for not being super successful and for a variety of his uh, wrestling promotions ending and stuff, everybody in wrestling knows who Jim Cornette is. Ta-da! And if you're interested in wrestling, you know who Jim Cornette is. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, moving on from there, uh, some AEW signing rumours. Ooh, we need more wrestlers. <laughs> well, I think, I think I think your woo then gives away the first one that's currently oh, rumoured. Mate, mate, if it happens, I'll pop. And I'm a smarky douchebag. If Rick fucking Flair shows up, I'll piss my pants. I'll, I'll have the best time. I want to see him and Gallows doing anything together. It would be... Obviously, he'll be with Andrade, if that's true. But, but him and Gallows just being 12-year-olds. So I don't want I don't want Ric Flair versus Sting, but I'll tell you how I do want Ric Flair versus Sting. I want Andrade versus Derby. Oh, With that could those be Those two as the managers. Oh, I want to see Ric Flair versus Sting because I've still never seen a man die in the ring. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be Tully, and he impressed me, and that's not fair. Um, right, Ric Flair will go through DDP's training and he'll be a bendy god man in, in like two years. Yeah, but in AEW, don't forget, if you're a legend, you are nails. It's true. You do get bonus, like, plus 20% power. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> I think a little bit more on that later. Hey. Um, the other rumour, and there is a picture circling online, uh, probably worth hunting it down, that very much does look like a Bray Wyatt-shaped figure with a mask on in the um, crowd at, I believe it's Rampage, it may have been Dynamite. Here I am being, you know, the great journalist that I am, getting my sources. Um, so Bray Wyatt rumour. <laughs> yeah, Bray Wyatt rumour. Um, I think I'd prefer him in Impact, where he can actually use supernatural powers and stuff, if I'm completely honest. I think he'd work really well with people like Rosemary and stuff. But this could some... be just be the indie shitter in me. No, <laughs> because this is something... You're not the first person who said this. The Raptor doesn't think oh. that he he's good for AEW. I'm, I'm quite happy 
to give the benefit of the doubt because I remember Creepy Cult Leader before he went supernatural. And Creepy Cult Leader, as great as The Fiend was, the Creepy Cult Leader character he did originally... Um, based on oh, i can't remember the character from i think it's i think it's the character from cape fear but i could be wrong uh based on that character was really I mean, good he's very versatile it's just we've very creative known him. yeah we've known him from the for the fiend i haven't really known him for anything i just watched the uh the fun house matches and then i saw him give his powers to alexa bliss and her harley quindle and now i laugh I laugh yeah. every time I see a grown woman fighting with a six-inch haunted doll. If it was Lucha Underground, it would be phenomenal. And I'd be like, yeah, but you do it in the middle of Smackdown with big blue light. Pick a side. We never did get the payoff for Ricky's doll in Lucha Underground, did we? No, no, it ended, sadly. But we might get it in um, the I Can't Believe It's Not Lucha Underground spin-off we're getting. You never know. Ah, this is true. Um... So yeah, I think that's that's the main news. Um, quick bits of um, ratings. Obviously, Rampage drew a massive rating um, and drew important ratings in the demos. If you'll believe, though, if you're interested in that kind of thing, numbers. Not, yeah, it's not something we particularly hit on, unless it's an absolutely game-breaking amount. Yeah, like an oh kind of thing. But then again, I mean, this was you know, I think up by a lot from last week hardly surprising so uh, uh, moving i wonder on. why <laughs> moving on have you got any social media for a strange no morg no there is no uh, oh uh i suppose i could i could put in a, a little thing um another big announcement from tony khan is apparently coming which will be uh, uh, Tony always Let's us down with big announcements. And I don't see, as much as I'm a smart and uh, going to be judgmental to rival you, I don't see how he can beat what has just passed within, you know, two weeks. Just throwing it out there. Uh, and, uh, I actually what? have got a social media, but go on, carry on. I've just oh. remembered one, which you Is just made CM me think Pope of. doing an interview on the oral sessions with no. Renee... What? Oh, well, that's a thing you should probably watch, Morg. Yes. Uh, Roman Reigns talked some shit about Phil, apparently, on, um, but he's probably been pushed to for Healy Heat. Yeah. Otherwise, no. The, 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 even those two examples are CM Punk news. That That is what has consumed the world of wrestling. So... Exactly as I said it would. Um, so, yeah. So, um, Adam Cole did his what may be his last match for NXT... Partway through the match, the Young Bucks, or at the end of the match, the Young Bucks tweeted um, a link to a YouTube video. And it's something like World's Greatest Seances. Now, in canon, Adam Cole is dead on BTE. (laughs) No. And Britt Baker retweeted it. Of course he did. I mean... He needs to be with them, and was always going to end up with them. I'd prefer if Triple H and Shawn Michaels were like personally sponsoring me. Oh no, Triple H has been destroyed in the E. Um, yeah, he's well, going. 
I'm just worried about too many talents, unless they're going to give us a third fucking show or another 17th I'm... hour of dark. Do you know what? I'm not actually as worried. Um, because as much as we say this, that we're worried about in AEW, and it, this part of this does come from the punk um, interview with Tony, not interview, um, the press scramble. That was one of the things he said. It was, the, the wrestlers are still given time to breathe. Yeah, because they, all they, all the time. they rotate their roster quite well. So, I mean, Lance is setting up his new story more on that later. But he's been off for a while. And then Darby and Sting can go off for a while after All Out. And we can rotate Eddie Kingston and Miro in. So, I'm not... It's only the women's division that currently suffers. So, I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> but we'll see. I, I, I think Where's the big... women, Tony! Yeah. Hire some women. I think Open the, the forbidden and... door. Well, women. we know. I tell you something. We know for a fact he listens. Do you remember a couple of months ago when I saw the date for All Out and I turned around to you and Muir, and I believe it was on this podcast, and I made the joke about that's one day after my birthday. It's in Chicago. Tony, if you're listening, you know I want for my birthday. <laughs> You Where am tell I me. My present. You, Where, you... Where's fucking Kagetsu? If Kagetsu <laughs> turns up in the next couple of months, we know for a fact. Or Naito. Weirdly, as much as I love Naito and as much as he's my spirit animal, if Kagetsu's music started playing, I would probably mark out like you did for CM Punk on Friday. Right. I, if I just did, duh, 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 I'd be like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> here to eat the women's division god i love it it'd be so good um so um moving on i guess it's time we start hitting the reviews um without me okay. we don't we don't have a lead guy for bte skip it it was dull it was all it, right yeah it, it it wasn't for me i i really liked so uh the one highlight that stuck out is i like the ryan nemeth bit um, uh, yeah i'm enjoy- i'm enjoying the uh hollywood hunk Badness things, and my missus fucking loves it with her kind of like love of surreal things. So, well, I liked this one because it kind of told us the story. But from what I could tell, um, or the impression I got was the story behind it. It is just what we said about last week, and I think it, it might have been me. Or it is just Nemeth doing some cool video stuff and being a bit artsy yeah, and doing a... some nice artsy little movie clips. So strange. Um, <laughs> The other bit I liked, of course, was Peter Avalon and Lever. Oh, Aval- oh, it was, oh, the it was so though, sad. It? Yeah, oh, it was so sad. I loved him I'm, playing I'm their music it. and just going. Avalon's <laughs> the best. So good. No, you're right. I, 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 anything Avalon does, I'm on board with. I want to see more of him. I assume he's on Dark, but I just don't have enough years in my life left to go back to watching yes. Dark. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty much. So yeah, I, it it wasn't an episode for me. It was a lot of the bucks. Just it was very much the travel log and the bucks just doing stuff. It's and it was some mainly the elite. And there was a lot about shoes. Oh, God, um, it's starting to itch my anarchist. They spend so much money on shoes. It's, I, I mean, think I, I know that's the idea. No, but they are also spending thousands upon thousands of dollars on shoes so they might be heel working me but they're actually doing it in real life and my 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 inner 
anti-society anarchist soul uh, wants to choke them a little bit, but they're all bigger than me, so I won't. And they're in America. <laughs> um, there is the other thing is, I just think it's what they collect. I, I honestly am yeah, getting that right, impression it's, it's now. Funko Pops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's their Dragon Ball Z characters, their Final Fantasy figures. It's, I'm trying to think of the things that me and you. Dragon Ball collect. Z characters are thirty to fifty quid each. I should know. Yeah. I've got about. Yeah. And, and and I appreciate you know that um, that's yeah yeah all right you know but I, I I honestly think for Nick and Matt certainly and maybe even Brandon I think it's just the thing they collect and they've just yeah, found a there. way to get some heel heat with it. God damn it! All right, okay, I'll I'll try and get over it. I have been worked. I, I, yeah, I could be wrong, but I'm starting to just get that impression now that I think it's just they they've got the money to be able to buy these expensive trainers, and they like having these these yeah these cool new trainers. Anyway, let's get on to dynamite. Dynamite. Um, dynamite as always opens with Jr. Excalibur, Shivoni on commentary. Um. Mox and Kingston enter and are attacked by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. <laughs> 2.0 then call out Sting and Darby Allen. So we get the 2.0 with Garcia versus Sting and Darby. Sting and Darby it's win with match. a double Scorpion Deathlock. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? This was all right. It came, came a bit out of fucking nowhere. And... Um... Somehow they just murdered Moxley with a little bit of a pre-beat down. I was like, he's dead. Oop. I'm still trying to get a little bit over the Mandala effect of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Like, I, I think 2.0 are especially great. Daniel Garcia will come to later. Apparently, they were one of the greatest things on NXT as ever rise. Apparently, they were comedy fucking gold on well, NXT. I can see that. And we, yeah. So I think we just missed it. Um, and not that's watching why, the opposing because, show <laughs> because we didn't watch NXT because I haven't watched NXT for ages and probably after the new rules won't be watching it again. Um, so hey. yeah, that, that's just to give you a bit of insight into 2.0. What did you think of the match anyway? Sorry. Anyway, right, yeah. So a bit, I'm a bit Mandala effect with 2.0. Like, why are they top at uh, the top of the card? But this was actually all right. If a bit of a clusterfuck, we got some good stuff. Sting's in really good shape for a man who's 62 or whatever he is. We got some crowd work, which is lovely. Um, got a bump outside on the roof. It looked a bit like people walk, a tall people walking into things. I can't say it was great, but it was good. Darby's fucking walk run down the uh, side of the stair ramps was nice. Eddie comes back, and I love Eddie. Moxley's still dead. Um, yeah, it was um, a bit all over the place, but entertaining. I did sort of scowl a little at Sting, no-selling some of the chest uh, shots, because he just completely no-sold them, and I was getting a bit critical of that. But then when he no-sold that fucking table... <laughs> No cell. Uh, I just popped up instantly. I had to laugh, if I'm honest. Um, so I let it off on that. I really like the double um, scorpion death drop. I didn't like the double scorpion death lock. I looked, thought it looked a bit silly. Overall, I was entertained. I gave it a C. Um, had a little bit of everything. It went a little bit of everywhere. Uh, wasn't the most solid story. I'm still a bit... Dollar effect, but I was 100% entertained. 
yeah um i gave it a c with a very silly underneath it <laughs> funnily yeah, enough yeah um i didn't mind sting no selling um because they've built his character to be that and although we didn't like it during the team taz with the team taz feud that is now built the, the stink out he's not the supernatural entity he was it's just him and darby allen are this because that you know they don't do supernatural silliness um they've just built darby and sting to be this you know sting is this unstoppable mo- i mean he is the dub c dub undertaker and still able to go and darby is just the unkillable um indestructible crackhead indestructible crackhead that's it he's a no is he's the indestructible no crackhead though because he's yes because he's straight edge (laughs) um so yeah i enjoyed it um following on from that we had sammy's special announcement I thought Lovely, it was, heartwarming. Yeah, heartwarming. I think and, it really deserves a rating on the show. Just no, a nice moment. Um, if you watch uh, Sammy's vlog, though, then you know his uh, fiance, and she is lovely, and she does get a bit camera shy, and so yeah, it was. Uh, uh, me and the Raptor found it a little bit more heartwarming because we have watched Sammy's vlog semi regularly. Yeah, fair. So I, you, I jump in and out of it. Yeah. So then you had Tully and Sean Spears promo uh, thoughts. Eric shitty healing fine was all right i thought this this was good classic heel work yeah yeah um moving on sammy guevara versus sean spears uh sammy wins with the gth what did you think of the match and what score did you give it it was it was good i had a good time uh the ramp fight was not so smooth it looked a bit clumsy as they got into the ring then we got some actually really cool in and out of the ring moves on each other Really brutal looking spike trial driver that made me go, oof. And I was like, why no DQ? And then I realized the bell hadn't rung, so I had to let that go. Um, some weird Tully spots. Yeah, it was fine. It was good even, but it had some weird pacing. Slowed down for picture in picture, and we had a lot of chopper kicker, which normally I like, but a bit long. Um, suddenly good of a sudden, then suddenly slow with the chair bits again. Uh, the turnbuckle cutter was awesome, and the avalanche, uh, the avalanche C4 looked wicked. The only problem was Sammy kicked out of it, so that's that's Spears needs a new finisher now. That's that's over. You can't do the avalanche version and have a kick out. Uh, we had a finisher steal on the railing, which I, I enjoy. A good finisher steal when they come out. That's uh, always a nice little, a bit of a thing, which I don't know reminds me of computer games, I suppose. We had the 6.30 and the kick out uh, and a little bit of the go to hell and I don't think we needed the 6.30 kick out and the go to hell and I found some of the going over to Pam spots a little bit weird but overall I was entertained, wrestling was good enough, I'll see you again. Interesting, this got a high B, I really enjoyed this match, this was a brilliant uh, payoff to a short feud with some excellent yeah, heel work, a brilliant babyface win in their hometown, which I'm probably jaded because Dub Z never fucking do it um, for my years <laughs> of watching it. Um, it was, uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, I was absolutely glued all the way through. Um, you might find I'm quite positive about this one for reasons uh, because of what, how, how I watched this uh, dynamite. Um, I watched it just before watching Rampage, literally. Ah, 
Um, but no, I really enjoyed this match. I thought that I, I actually really liked the way that he did the 630 and he did the other move. And I think kicking out of the Spears uh, Avalanche C4 in front of his hometown, in front of his brand new fiance, I think that just showed massive baby face fight. I'm in, with to you. me. Um, I, I, I am more jaded than you. Yeah, I just so. it, Sammy felt so over with this crowd, and the crowd is the thing that pulled this up. Um, hundred percent. Yeah, so I gave it a high B. I don't know why we're going to you know split what? the score on that. I'll round it to a low B because you're super positive, and you know what, Morg? I think it's your week. And we don't have <laughs> your here to drag us down. <laughs> Um, right, so moving on from there, um, Christian Cage backstage interview uh, interrupted by Don Callis. Any thoughts? I actually really quite like this. I enjoyed the good Callising. I enjoyed the good Christianing, and I like the fact he keeps calling him a carny piece of shit. I gave it a B. I think it was a little above average uh, showing the feud between these people and stuff. I had a good time. I'm with you. Christian oh. is Christian's back on form. Um, I have a feeling that he's going to join the echelons of Mox, Eddie, MJF, Britt Baker, Jericho, and Cody at the beginning. A solid promo. Yeah, all of their promos just get a standard B. It's nice to see. And they fixed Christian after what was a disappointing... I care about Christian again now. And I feel like they've... Like he didn't talk for the first few showings and we were like, but Christian's good at talking. Yes. <laughs> Why are you doing this? So after that, we had a Dante Martin promo package. Any thoughts? Fine. No. <laughs> no. I thought this was brilliant because oh. this, I don't rank it, but what yeah. was important about this was that we saw it the week after he'd had that star making performance with Kenny Omega and I think it was very clever to re-show it and keep him in the back of your mind yeah no I got it like I said it was solid Um, yeah it gets a C because it's a promo package that wasn't shit Anytime I say skip or fine, I just jot a little C down. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. all right. We're not angry enough to rant about it and not positive enough to... Uh, yeah. It, it, have a good you know, go. given the credit, again, it's another really good promo package, but I'm, I'm not giving marks above a C to the editors for being really good at doing editing. No, no. Um, unless you <laughs> so do... You are a, wonderful a, editors. I mean, yeah. Listening. Yeah. I mean, unless you do... You really hit it out of the park, like the Undertaker Shawn Michaels one, which is just a classic. Right uh, from then, we had Dan Lambert from America's Top Team. Oh, MMA doing man, doing yep, yeah, doing his heel his promo. Face promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance Archer comes out and he's jumped by Men of the Year. What did you think of the segment? Why is nobody allowed to walk to the ring this week? Everybody who's tried to walk into the ring into the, uh, to this point of the show has been assaulted on the ramp. Um... MMA man doing is obviously I'm joking when I call it a heel promo, but but you know I agree a little bit. Um, sorry, space promo. He had a sore throat this time, didn't he? Um, I'm not sure what this added. The guy's good at promoing. Lads came down. He had some guys, but I don't feel it sort of went anywhere. It went, It could have been shorter. It could have gone somewhere a bit more. Obviously, I love Lance. Um, what did you think? I, I, as a person who 
came down to jump Lance, a heel Jake Hager would have made a bit more sense, considering it was the yeah. UFC guys in there. And it's apparently um, some someone who knows something about UFC. These are two guys you do not fuck with. I appreciate oh, me and you yeah. did not know them. These are two guys who you do not fuck with. They are not nobodies in the MMA world. Um, I love Dan Lambert's promo. I thought, That's and good. I'll tell you what is nice. The um, the anti-triggered that it was a heel cutting the you all get triggered promo. So he yeah. was being. Does that make sense? It oh, wasn't. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> it was really nice to see. A, I don't want to say a boomer heel because it's a really fucking shitty thing. But a, a boomer a in that <laughs> meme, a meme. But no, I'm not. I'm fucking Gen X. Get in the bin. <laughs> um, um, but the meme boomer, should we yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It's fine to play with it. It's a trope. There's a reason people enjoy it and share it over Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give it a C for a C where it goes. Yeah, I think that's a fair. I think it's a C spelt S double E. I'm not sure many of the year are the right ones for Lance Archer, but long term storytelling. Yeah, yeah, we've we've been wrong many times before. Yeah. So, right, following on from there, quick Jericho backstage promo. Any thoughts? Jericho's always good, but I did feel they pushing pushed the my people will sing for me thing a bit too far. Like I saw it from heel pro from MJF promos, Jericho promos, Twitter comments, shared things on the internet. Like I appreciate they were trying to manipulate the crowd into singing. Judas, but everybody was going to anyway. We'd all got the point. You don't need to do it in every single promo section. Once again, maybe that's me being jaded, but there we are. Um, I thought it was a great Jericho promo. It gets a B for just being a good Jericho promo, but I do agree with you. I, I, I really think when you said it last week, you said there'd be no Judas entrance music. I think everybody watching the show went, oh, well, we know what we're doing next week. And I don't think, you, you know, maybe... Maybe just the one. Pro- Maybe having MJF cut the promo, telling he them did. not He's to. He's done one. But the, he sp- did. But, but yeah, he but I mean, maybe just of- maybe just having MJF yeah, just saying and yeah. saying something on that. You guys better not sing it for him and i think that's all you would have needed because the second because he's such a good heel that you'd have done it automatically a guy that i love as a wrestler and fucking truly hate as a heel mjf is something special right moving on from there jurassic express with marco versus the young bucks with brandon and the good brothers bucks win with the bte trigger um following from that beat down on jurassic express christian cage for the save who then takes the one-winged angel from kenny Thoughts and scores. All right, okay. You're going to get a lot of this was all right from me, but in a positive way, this uh, this show, I think. And this was all right. Uh, we got, I enjoyed Nick's arrogant start, and we got some great exchanges between Jungle Boy and Nick, and then Matt tags in as well. And it was, it was good. This was the first match in this show that actually felt like a match to me. Like, everybody got to the ring and a match began. Uh, Dino Saw looked good, and he's uh, he's got a lot better, and he's added a cool little backdrop slam thing, which was nice. Paced, solid, lots of big moves. Got quite slow in uh, pick and pick, and Jungle Boy ate a lot of shit. Uh, but it was solved by uh, saved by a back rake with Matt, and uh, you know me, I love a good back rake. Uh, Dean, as I said, has improved. He's even he's even improved his strikes, even if I could see his little hand for his slap. But you know, I'm smarky. 
top right brain buster looked fucking rough and I was like, ooh. It was good, they didn't overdo it as usual. But Jungle Boy took most of the move through the chair when he tried to do the slam on whichever one it was he did. Uh, Jurassic Express, it was the sling over powerbomb one. I think that's the one that is Jurassic Express. Uh, it's a really good move. And we got an exciting clusterfuck finish. Did I hugely care about the story? No. Did it overstep a lot of things for me? No. Did I have a good time? Yes. So, uh, once again, it was a C from me. I could possibly lean to a high C. I'm very positive talking about it. Uh, I suppose the long beatdown at the end might have drawn a bit of the energy out of me. Um, low B from me. Um, I really enjoyed this. I like it when these two tags. But my, I think the, the, this could have been better had we not seen the Bucks versus Jurassic Express. A, a match, I will state, if you go back and listen to our early Dark and early Dynamite, a match that happened a few times and we, and I believe it was all three of us said, but they're always really good when they get together. Yeah. They've always got chemistry, these two teams. Um, I thought the Young Bucks were phenomenal in this match. I mean, the coming out of nowhere to get the kick out. The the ring work, bits like you saw one of the Bucks get completely knocked out of the ring and then Jurassic Express hit their finish. You're like, well, that's it. They're going to drop it on Dynamite. And then he just comes out of yeah, nowhere so to break bad. it up. The Bucks are even better than we think they are sometimes. And I think we forget that. Um yeah, and I'm a bit of a mark for a Young Bucks match, which, considering I used yeah. to hate tag team matches, says a lot for the Bucks. So it says a lot for just putting some work into your tag league, yes. if I'm honest. Yes, there is that. But also, it, it's always the Bucks matches where I'm like, no, I really fucking enjoyed this. It was amazing. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Moving on. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter backstage interview. Any thoughts? I I don't want to sound negative. This is this is probably just me and my punkish little attitude. I miss rock chick Jamie Hayter. She's not the only one. <laughs> Where's she gone? She's in phenomenal fucking shape. Look at her. She that arms, everything great. She's she's very posh. Um, I don't know. My disappointment and not. God, she the sounds black. like Paige. Oh, does she? Yes. Let's um, uh, see, I suppose. I don't know. I, I couldn't really rate it because of my disappointment at the uh, lack of my and of my punkish heel rock wrestler lady. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> give it a give it a C and pass in pass in old culture uh, disappointment. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie, if you're listening, you're phenomenal in the ring and you're in great shape. But uh... we, 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 we love you dearly and are so pleased you're here. But he's an old punk and I'm an old goth. So your old image, we were very much in your demographic. Boop, boop. <laughs> um, moving on from there, uh, Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy promo package. Any thoughts? I went on. Matt went on for ages, and I laughed at Chuck's little cheeky smile at the end. Uh, skippable. Yeah. I, I, I'm just so... I'm so bored of Matt Hardy feuding with everybody in order. Give him a break. Can we have somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> maybe he's only got like so many dates and they have to try and cram them all in. Uh, moving Get on from in. that. Uh, Paul White in ring segment with QT Marshall interrupt. Any thoughts? Uh, I actually quite like this. And I'm pretty glad Muir isn't here for this moment because I think he was more judgmental uh, of it than I was. Um, 
He's pretty happy, isn't he? Good old Beak walking down to the ring. There was some pretty good bants backwards and forwards. He called he called QT Marshall plugs, and that made me laugh. He said he could kiss his big beautiful ass. Wonderful. Showed the medical things. Uh, and it brought me back to liking the factory a bit. Like, I was all in for the sort of weird shitlordy thing before Cody kind of dragged that feud on forever and I started hating it. I gave it a B. I thought, this has made me laugh at Big. It's made me care about the factory a bit more again. Um, I enjoyed I, it. Um, so, so I didn't hate it. Um, what I did like was the fact that this felt like the real big show. Um, this is the big show that you hear about backstage. He's a he's a good heel because of his size, but if you know anything about him, he's actually really fucking likable. <laughs> if you know anything about him um, backstage, apparently he is in. And this he came across as a likable giant. In yeah, this. with a bit of bants and dickhead. Yeah, he, yep. was, he was able exactly to snipe, it. it. Yeah, yeah, he had some bants, um, like you say, yeah, sniping at QT. I don't think anyone's clamouring for QT versus Big Show. I think it's going to be the filler match, which makes me hope that the women's match is going to be really good at All Out. <laughs> um, it's, 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 the, it's the piss break match. It is the piss break match, and it'll be fun to see show uh, Paul White come out. Might and... pull out a uh, phenomenal match, you never know. Yeah, well, I have a feeling that QT will go in and eat a choke slam. Yeah. And what we're, I think, what we're heading for is Anthony Agogo's gut punch versus the weapon of mass destruction, the WMD Big Show's punch. The and I think this is yeah, I think this is where we're heading. Uh, God, I hope we get that... a Dragon Ball Z fist collide. Sorry, I've pissed my pants. <laughs> oh, I would love that. that. Yeah, that will get an S. That will get an S. Uh, Jade Cargill promo. Uh, I love those two together. I think they've got a really good dynamic. And um, hit, but, but Mark. Uh, charming Mark Sterling makes up. I'm happy with it. Solid set. I don't think she crosses quite into the... Legacy of people I just write down B down for, but I'm always amused when they're together on the screen. Yeah, this was all right. Um, I, I'm not, I, I'm not taken with Jade Cargill. She's got the wrong kind of heat with me at the minute. Um, but I'm still willing to sort of to sit back and wait. And I'm, I'm, I'm. The difference with AEW and Dub Z is with AEW, I'm happy to sit back and wait and see what happens. Yep. I, I mean, I appreciate we're doing AEW. We, yeah, we, we do an AEW podcast. Um, so we're obviously more positive on that as a show. But in the grand scheme of things, I trust the process more in AEW. Because their plot lines don't end in three weeks after uh, after 50-50 booking of a load yeah. of matches. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just poured... There's been no poo spots yet. <laughs> yes. Um, then we had the Elite backstage promo. Any thoughts? Solid villaining. They've got their thing down now. It's reaching that sort of level of not quite the Moxley, you know, other people level. But yeah, solid villaining. Um, loved the payoff to this with the... And that match will be in a steel cage. And God, it better be the Lucha Brothers. It better be. It better well, be. Well, let's, let's be honest... Lots of eyes are going to be on All Out. We'll talk more about that in a bit um, for reasons. 
And if you're going to put lots of eyes on All Out, which two tag teams do you stick together that you know have chemistry, can work together, and have had at least three phenomenal matches so far? And I appreciate we've seen it before, but it's three phenomenal matches where didn't feel like we'd seen it before, and we haven't seen Bucks versus Lucha Brothers in a cage. In a cage. It's true. I do love a cage match. You know. Hopefully so. Yeah. So I'm, 2. I... 2.0. They're winning. Oh, that would be fucking awesome as well. But yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be Lucha Brothers because I think that's the marquee match you want people to see when they come and watch for other reasons. Uh, Taz introduces Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks comes out, um, says, calls Brian Cage out. Brian Cage is getting beaten down by... Uh, Will Hobbs, and then Brian Cage leaps up and starts nailing Hobbs, and Ricky Starks does one. What did you think of this overall? This was a bit weird. It seemed a bit like improv, like like it, little bit out of there. Um, there was a big, huge pop for Team Taz being in the ring, and I I love Team Taz. Uh, I am becoming a bit of a mark for for average sixteen year old high schooler hook. Looks like a fucking backy character. Um, I liked Hobbs' dungarees. He had really cool dungarees on. I thought they looked pretty badass. Um, otherwise, it just felt a bit weird to me. And a bit out of place. I don't know. It just didn't quite slot together, in my opinion. So, other opinions that I've been sort of listening to over and reading over the week is... Uh, I think we are much higher on Brian Cage than a lot of other people. Um... They don't feel he comes across in the same kind of star power that we feel. Now, we obviously may be biased because we are used to seeing him in a different promotion uh, called Lucha Underground. Um, I didn't hate this as much as other people did. I quite liked the idea of going to beat down Cage. Cage gets up. Oh, shit. Um, And Ricky Stark's doing one. I thought it was great heel work from Ricky. Good cowardly heel. Um, Yeah. My first and main statement is when Ricky Starks came out was like, yeah, he looks like the rock and that's not an insult. Pebble. Yeah. <laughs> he hates being called the rock. He hates those. Crowds. I know, but God, is he playing up to it coming out with the glasses he's, and everything else. He's great. I love Ricky. Uh, I just hope he gets, um, a, I don't know, a better prepared segment. He's, he is not They're better the, when they bounce. Yeah. Yeah. He is not the new rock because that is always, that is a death knell to anyone. But he's yeah, got that charisma and presence. And that's what I actually meant by he came out looking like The Rock. Yeah, yeah, I got and it. he had the sunglasses on, which really did make him look like The Rock. But yeah, he has that charisma yeah. and presence. So moving on from there, we had the Death Triangle backstage promo interrupted by Andrade. Any thoughts? Uh, I actually quite like this one. I've just written down a bunch of quotes from Parky. If I, must say. I dealt you last week. Brilliant. Grown yourself a pair of bollocks. I laughed at the size of the contract for the conditions. Uh, yeah, I gave it a C. I think this is probably the best section they've segment they've had as rivals, if I'm honest. It it actually felt like a segment and some threats as opposed to just a bit awkward. I'm, I'm giving it a C, mainly for Pac. Had Pac not been packing this, it would have got a D. Mm. Why have you employed Chavo to be Andre's mouthpiece and Andre keeps Andrade keeps talking? Not that Andrade can't talk. This is not me 
shitting on Andrade's ability to talk. This is just the, this is one of those legends things that I don't completely understand. Sting and Darby do it well because Darby will cut a promo. But if Sting's cutting a promo for Darby, Darby doesn't cut a promo. If Cody, if Arn is cutting the promo for Cody, Cody doesn't cut the promo. Yeah, exactly. Um, etc. etc. If Jake and Lance, Lance might have a couple of words, but if Lance is cutting the promo, Jake just stands in the back looking creepy. Alternate. Do yeah. Let each one build the different aspect of the other. Yes. Um, maybe they'll they'll sort of get this this right it just doesn't feel this one actually feels like you haven't had enough chavo being the mouthpiece and then andrade coming out like we've had with the others because i realize that i appreciate that i've just said they alternate but you know what i mean this one doesn't feel yeah. like that it, it doesn't feel quite right but it was a c until flair arrives yeah flair will save him that oh god yeah uh that one so following on from that penelope ford versus thunder rosa thunder rosa wins by submission thoughts and scores on the match eight minutes three seconds it's an official match morgue i get to properly rate it um Uh, this was a. This match didn't get me at the beginning. I think at the start it was all right. There was a bit of a lack of chemistry, and it went straight into picture in picture after a great outside cutter. But the start seemed a bit off. And I've been critical of Ford before, and honestly, she seems to care more now. Like she was a lot sharper, and in picture in picture, the match was okay. It didn't slow down, and it actually got better, and they got more comfortable with each other as it went through. I can't say it became great, it became solid. And we got a good Rosa comeback, post-picture-in-picture. Interesting grapple-off to a rope break, which is, I enjoy actually seeing grappling in wrestling. Uh, Ford's deathlock's actually really quite good, if easily counted, as we saw like two or three times in the match. So yeah, it started slower and clumsy, but it got, you know, okay, like positive okay, good. I'd give it a C. I didn't hate it. They got a full match. I've seen people improve and chemistry grow. Some new moves. And that's always nice. I'm going to open this by saying, and and this this harks back to just being the two-man team again. You know, um, I love uh, Western women's wrestling. I am a big fan. And, you know, uh, and this is two of my favourites. I really like Penelope in the ring. I really fucking love Thunder Rosa. She is probably my favourite babyface currently who's getting a lot of current. It's between her and Statlander. We've not seen Sheeda for a while and we've not seen Yuka. I, 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 am, I am riding it with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding it with that. But it's between Thunder and Chris Statlander. And Thunder's probably just got the edge, mainly because she feels like she's got the star power. Yeah, it yeah, was a great you. match. Do you know what I'd have loved this to be? A fucking story that had nothing to do with the belt and actually been a proper feud leading to a match at All Out. Oh, come on. Easy now. Let's not overdo this, Mark. (laughs) It's that same criticism, and I know we say it again and again, but they've got the talent now. We're not in the pandemic. We're not in the point where they're all green. Brit, Brit Brit does not feel green anymore. As green as she felt at the beginning. Brit is... And you put Brit in the ring with Thunder Rosa and fucking magic happens. 
What and if we just hired more men who've just been released from WWE and, and got them to have more matches? Oh, shit! <laughs> right, so, breaking news, because I've just remembered oh. it. Do Jesus. you remember, do you remember the John Moxley uh, very high-quality video package after he left WZ about him breaking out of the prison? Yeah. Buddy Paradigm. Murphy... Paradigm shift promo. Yeah. Buddy Murphy has just done a very similar one oh who's one of the people much too much of a budget for him to have done somebody else who's just done a high budget video of a similar type ruby riot oh okay oh woman that's that'll be two new women's and Po- and she's totally mine and, in mine and your demographic because she ain't turning yeah, up she's... not being punky. There's no Named chance. After a fucking punk song. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ruby Riot. So, yes, I forgot that. In the news. I knew there was two other things that had happened over the, the week that I need to tell Leave you about. Ruby Soho now. Ruby Soho. That's it. Yes. Ruby Soho. Um, yeah. And she would be a good addition. As long as you do some fucking stories. Easy now. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) But you've got you've you've got yourself a a bona fide um, talent there. Yeah, hopefully Um, so. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah I gave it a C. (laughs) I gave it a C as well, which is where I was going. This was a great match. It was a good solid match. I enjoyed the match. I just wish there could have been. I think these two could have had a feud on the side of Britt Baker's feud with. Whoever it's going to oh, be. Where are we going to find the time for more women's promos? <laughs> Come on now. So on, dark. Moving on. Uh, Brock and Arn Anderson backstage interview. Thoughts? Nothing is stronger than love other than Ole Anderson's genes. Because Ole Anderson decided to have a son named Arn. And he just birthed a little clone of himself. And Arn himself has birthed a little clone of himself. That man has no recessive genes. They are only dominance. <laughs> Just all born to look like <laughs> sagely men who go out hunting and teach you about the world. Anyway, solid Arning. Um, I like Arn 2's voice. Uh, I like, sorry, I like all 3's voice. Um, and I liked him going, no, Dad, this time I'm telling you. Man, Ruth went, ooh, when he said that. Uh, yeah, fine. See, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I liked that. Goes. Um, I think, the flair. Woo! Um... I'm hoping that it isn't the squash match. Yeah, hopefully. I, not. I, I wouldn't have thought so. I think this is Arn's son, so you're going to get a level of respect just for respect for the Don't business. Care about Arn's son. More hook matches. Look at him. Fucking look at him. I, I have a feeling he's not ready yet. I yeah, don't no, think fair. he's been training long enough. But I think they got this thing where he's training with Cody, etc. And QT, and he's not quite ready, but they're all like, fucking look at him. And everyone's look like, yeah, fucking him. get him out there. Because when he has his first match, when he turns on Ricky. He'd best win. I'm go- I'm- I-, I am already a hook mark. I'll buy a fucking shirt. Yeah. Look at yeah. him. He looks like an anime character. <laughs> yeah. When Hook turns on Ricky, whichever way he goes. Sorry, Brock. I also like your name. It means badger. Uh, you yes. also look great, but um, yes. my my anime fan can't help yeah. but laugh when I see. So Hook. moving on from there, we had a Miro promo. I'm just giving him a B. You can yeah, me yeah. All you he, want. he, I, he I love... sits. Right. This is the interesting one. We're either going to have an argument, or you're going to agree with me. Yep. Mox promo. 
Shall I give you my score for this first so you yeah. can make a decision? High A. This nearly oh! hit an S. And uh, I will explain why after you've given your thoughts. Well, uh, I've only got six lines of notes on this. Uh, he's got some great balls. Uh, sorry, bants. <laughs> some great bants there, and it was fucking top moxing. Put it at uh, suddenly 2.0 in the top leagues uh, with the Mandala effect. Just a random, immense promo for some guy. I gave it an A. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so this is the head of Mox's heel turn. Think of all the people he called out in this. How he talked about having the company on his back. And yeah. he talked about um, calling Hang Hang Hangman Page an emo bitch. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, BTE references. Stuff. Yeah. And it just so fast and snappy. It was a and really, really... Of, and how good does it feel that, you know, Mox should feel this pissed off. This is purely yeah. heading towards the Mox <laughs> heel turn. And God, the match against Hangman after um, Hangman wins the belt at full gear is going to be good. Yeah, no, the I, match I at double listening. or nothing. I was just listening to the promo and he went through the books, he went through the elite, he went through Hagman. I was like, fucking hell, what's this this flowing poetry of promo for? Who's he fighting? Who's he called out? Daniel Garcia! Some guy! Yep. <laughs> Mox will put you over. Fair fucking play, Moxley. As much as you're not my favourite guy in the ring, your promo game is... Yeah, this is back back to form. This is, and of course, all of this was all leading up to something that happened on Rampage as well. Him calling out all these people. I, it's so this this promo was phenomenal. Um, I love Mox, and I love his promos. I'm only going to be sad about one thing. It's going to be the breakup of the husband and wife couple of Mox and Kingston. If he turns heel. He can go heel with him. Kingston's better heel. He loves being a heel. It's his thing. But he's far too... I think he's ju he's just as over as Mox at the minute. Yeah, actually, That's he may have overfaced himself with his little stupid smiles and stuff. Yeah. Could be right. We'll have to watch this. Because Yeah, because yeah, Kingston... How over is Kingston? You've heard those crowds chanting for Eddie. It makes it... me laugh because he's just a random guy I met at training one day. I know. A year, 18 months later, he's one of the biggest wrestlers. I should have... I should have spoke to him more. I didn't know who he was till I got home, I suppose. So. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, um, so that is my only sad thing about that. Right, moving on. We had MJF versus Jericho in the fifth labour of Jericho. MJF wins with the salt of the earth. What did you think of the match and what score did you give it? Uh, right, here we go. Um, oh, what an end to the show. Uh I still think he should have come out to break the walls down. I'd have pissed my pants if Jericho... Break the walls down! Would have been great. Uh, we start with a very classic cheer boo-off, which I actually found kind of amusing and a little bit heartwarming, if I'm honest with you, a little bit nice. Then it carried on being very slow and a bit pantomime for a while. I did enjoy the camera spot and the camera punch. It, once again, very pantomime, made me laugh, and then the finger at the camera... Eventually, we got to some strikes. That was nice. And I've always got to applaud limb work, which was solid throughout this. It helps tell a story. Picture in picture was slow and it didn't that didn't help it. It did get solid past it and the pace picked up after that. But we're like two thirds of the way through the match at this point. 
got a solid lion salt. And it's always nice to see Jericho pull out some moves that, you know, sometimes he doesn't quite make. Like, because he's getting older. He did a few more impacts for me. It just, it was all right. Uh, I enjoyed both of them going to cheat at the same time. Uh, a bit weird that Jericho didn't do the Judas effect whilst he could cheat, but I think Aubrey was meant to turn around or something, so that was a little bit weird. Uh, MJF did a bad Judas effect. Um, no, let's be honest, MJF did a Judas effect. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> cop. Um, and a tap out. I, I quite like the unexpected ending, you know, the paradigm changing ending, although the missus did call it. I've given a C. It was solid and entertaining enough. I, I suppose I've got to round it up to a B because of all the story. And I do say story in, story out is worth a rank. But I was incredibly underwhelmed by this match. So it got a high C from me. Right. Um, I'll let you make the, the final call on that. It's a high C. Yeah, I, I think. And I think that's... Um, I think that so no, I'm completely stealing this off uh, one of the other pundits I've been listening to actually today in their review of Dynamite, and I'm totally. Oh. I think the idea of and I completely agreed with him. I liked this as a story, even if this is just our own head canon. That the reason Jericho went to do the Judas effect and then stopped is because he's been training himself, even though he could have done, he could have, <laughs> because he's been training himself not to use it for the past week. Right, okay. And I love this as a bit of head, Callan. He's been training himself for the whole week not to use it. And it got to the moment when he went to use it and he just automatically, oh, shit, I can't use that. I mustn't use it, even though yeah. it makes no sense storyline why it makes sense. If you think of it that way, it makes no sense in the fact that Aubrey was looking the other way. Um, but as a piece of head cannon, I'm like, you know, that saved that spot for me. So as long as I think of it that way, that works. It was a, it was a good match. I was shocked by the ending, though I'm not surprised Jericho put over um, MJF. MJF. I thought this was the one where MJF was going to finally get his comeuppance. Um, no, maybe that's to come. Bigger. Hopefully so. He does need a comeuppance. Uh, um, it's been a while since he's had one. Unfortunately, I've got a feeling I know who it's going to be against. Though that person is there to help people. I think his comeuppance is going to be Daniel Bryan. God, I hope so. <laughs> Bryan... You don't want your comeuppance to be our Daniel Bryan. He's one of the... He'll beat shit out of you legitimately. <laughs> yeah. And I think... Yeah. I think Bryan Danielson is actually the one to be MJF's comeuppance. I think that one works for me. Because um, it'll be so out of nowhere. Yeah, fair. Fair if d just came out and just kicked the ever-living shit out of him yeah. in and out of character. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, good payoff to the story. Don't think it was... I, I'm glad it wasn't on the pay-per-view. I don't think it's felt like a pay-per-view story. I think it's felt like yeah. a good filler dynamite story to keep us going for five weeks to give us a nice little story to give us the final payoff for MJF. And MJF now sits on Jericho's throne. And it was not about him being the new Chris Jericho, which is what I was harking back to from before. It's about sitting on Jericho's throne and being yeah, the best know, yeah. in the world at what he does. And that's not a tease for anything else. That is, you <laughs> know, That was Jericho's old catchphrase. Yeah, I've already to done tease. That. That's next. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, th that is what M MJF is. He is the best in the world at what he does. Being a fucking... 
a guy I love and God, I fucking hate him and I cannot wait for him to get his comeuppance from a baby face. Oh, they should have just set Lance on him. Why did they give Lance an MMA theme, uh, story? Could, could it just been Lance beating him up for no good reason than the fact he wants to beat him up? Hey, oh, oh, we're fantasy booking that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, are we fantasy booking that. Um... So, yeah, that's it. That's our review of Dynamite. Our thoughts on Dynamite. So, Mr. Strange, through the power of letter maths. What overall score? I see. Yeah. I see. We got a a little bit we didn't like. We got some stuff we really liked. But otherwise, we got a big big batch of. That was pretty good. Pretty good. So, moving on. You just want to do your bit first and, and, and I'll comment after your excitement goes. No, no, Rampage is your <laughs> Rampage is yours. Um, I am right, stating, okay. I, I, I am stating now, I, I am pulling the editor card. All right, okay. I'm pulling the editor card. The first segment is an S. <laughs> and I'm pulling the editor card. I will go back and edit out you saying S somewhere else if you disagree. I was going to have this for both of you if you were both here. I will never pull this card out again, but I will let you, because I think your description will be better. So, Rampage, over to you. Okay, so, uh, AW Rampage. I am not a CM Punk fan. As such, I've got nothing against him. I like to be sarcastic at him, because... About him, because lots of people really loved him. I missed the CM Punk era. Didn't watch it. He means nothing to me, Vienna. The Rampage starts uh, with good old Phil, big CM Punk, putting out down to the stage. And it, what else were you going to do? Don't save him. Just fucking open your show with him. Correct. And it was 300% pop. I've not heard pop like that in a while. Uh, and it was it was kind of wholesome. You could see the emotion in his eyes and face. Either that or he's a sociopath. You could see the almost maybe I did miss this in his in his little twinkly eyes. And he didn't just talk about himself. Uh, he made a reference to Britt Baker in Pittsburgh, and I thought that was nice. And he's obviously Can I just really can I just cut across on. you quickly? Go on. Um, I, I, and I want to point this out because other people have noticed it. And he also hammed ha- um, hammered on this in the um, uh, the uh, the media scrum. The first thing he did when he went out there was put over Britt Baker. Exactly. It was really good. Yeah, sorry. Carry Um, on. (laughs) Yeah. And he's solid on the mic. Uh, He did a a couple of subtle rips about not being uh, happy where he was. And I was like, ah, it's the subtle rip on the WWE. Everyone gets one. And then he sort of redirected it to being about Ring of Honor. And I was like, oh, that's actually quite clever. Uh... when he said there were some scores to settle out back, I was like, is Colt coming out? But I probably shouldn't joke about that as that's real life issues. Me, he, he went on a little bit long. It could have been shorter. Uh, I did think it's really good that he brought pointed out Darby made his references. He shared the pop at the beginning and the end. And I can't disagree with that crowd. You know, it might not have been for me. I might have been watching it on TV. I'm not a CM Punk fan. But the crowd was with him 100%. The entire internet has been with him all of the way. So I'm not going to give a personal uh, rank to this. I am going to agree with you. It is a S-rank segment on a show that has brought a lot of people's eyes from the rest of the world to a phenomenal wrestling pop. 
I can tell you that S rank will be assigned secondarily to the end of Rampage. To, uh, so the rest of the show is reviewed fairly. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this was phenomenal. I'm, gonna, I'm now going to try and be objective about this. On. On. Obviously, I was very happy. This is. I am one of the. So th- there's three segments of wrestling fans around CM Punk. Um, there's my segment, which is the we've waited seven years for this shit. Um, there's the segment of um, people who um, hated him for walking out and leaving him and have been very down on him because of that. And then there's the, the segment of the lapsed fans, if you like, that were fans of his. Um, so I'm going to try and be objective because I'm obviously in that I've waited seven years for this shit. Yeah, go on. As a promo, first thing he did was put over Britt Baker... God, did you hear that crowd pop for Derby and start chanting Derby's name when yes, he's mate. in the ring with CM Punk. Punk. I chanted Phil at the TV for you. <laughs> the fans um, have just absolutely... This was a really solid promo for putting over the company you are now working for. The subtle digs at Dub Z. And I think everyone gets one. I think he's allowed yeah, an extra couple. That since the start. Yeah, but I think he's... He's allowed an extra couple. Yeah, he's it's allowed an extra couple of snide marks <laughs> because of that. Yeah, sacking him on his wedding day. Um, I love the professional wrestling comment, and he just yeah. felt like Pick he's got his love back, and that's the important thing in this. He lost. Don't know if he had until he'd stepped into that arena. He'd got. He'd been getting it back over the last eighteen months when he was talking to Tony Khan. He has been on the quiet, telling everyone he's not watching the product and he's watching it. They talked about Darby Allen in the media scrub, and he said, "Yeah, that that dive. I don't want to take it. Looks dangerous." Um, he also put over loads of the young guys in the media scrum, but that that promo was phenomenal. That pop. And the other reason it's important is the amount of things. Now, I don't go on the places that you do, like Reddit and um, 4chan, which is full of the people, a lot of them, who were the ones that were the segment of punk fans who were disappointed with him leaving. The ones he addressed at the beginning of the promo, uh, you know, attempting to get... All, I've seen all three types of 4chan on the CM Punk thing. The CM Punk overmark. CM Punk, he's a traitor now. And people like me who just want to call him Phil and say he lost at MMA. Yeah. Uh, even the hardcore WWE fans who think he's a traitor cannot deny the rating shot up and it was a great moment. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I go on other medias the amount of people that I have spoken, I've even spoken to some suggesting AEW matches they should go and watch in Redmond. The amount of lapsed fans who are going, and people on our own little chat board that we have, not the one related the, the to the wrestling opinion. Yeah, who are all, or lapsed fans who don't watch anymore, but used to watch wrestling and happen to be LARPers. There's quite a few of them on there, and a, a lot of them are all going, Morg, strange. What AEW stuff should we be watching now to get ready? We maybe watch some good matches. Yeah. Can well, you, can, can I'll you give, tell you. Yeah, yeah. Watch the Women's League, except for this one match. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, just watch Thunder Rosa versus Brit. 
This is okay. So quickly, on. while we're doing this, strange off the top of our head, matches you should go and watch from AEW. Um, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. If you're listening to this uh, first time because of Punk coming back, these are the matches you need oh, to watch. Oh shit! Some of the jungle, uh, some of the uh, Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros early ones. The one with the ladders that was good. Um, Hangman Page, uh, Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. Stadium Stampede one. Um, do, 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 there is another one. It's on the tip. Uh, I can't believe I'm the one who's going to do this. Best friends versus um, proud and powerful. Oh, oh, best friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> My meme match. Best friends versus proud and powerful. Uh, Brody Lee versus Cody. <laughs> oh, God, <match>. yes. <laughs> um, and there is at least one more I would recommend. Uh, Kenny versus Pac. Oh, fucking hell. Kenny versus Pac. All of that. Both of those. Yeah. All three. How yeah. many there are? Watch those. So, versus yeah. Orange Cassidy. First one. Uh, any of the early Alan Angels matches. Yeah. Right. Let's get back on to doing right. our current back, wrestling back, show. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's this is S. phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, it's over to you. I, I nearly started doing the Dynamite thing. Right. It's okay. We get a, uh, a pre-match promo or... Jade uh, versus Kira Hogan, which was a solid setup to a match that was one minute and five seconds long. I know a lot of people were excited for Kira Hogan. She didn't even get an entrance. Uh, good. She had a good speed start, uh, start. She actually looked pretty good in the 20 seconds she got to do anything before she was uh, booted in the face and it ended. So I gave it a D. Skip this match. There was literally no point for it to be there. Do you know what score I gave this, Strange? Oh. Captain Positive Dude. over here on, on, on the night of the, of the what yeah. was, should have been the greatest rampage ever. Yeah. I gave it a D. <laughs> I was really I looking forward got... to seeing Kira Hogan. <laughs> well, that's a shame. You saw her. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I actually skipped half the show, so we're going to go back to that. We can... no, Oh, shit, yes. Yeah, we have. We yeah. have. We've, I we've forgot skipped... to turn... I forgot to turn my sheet of paper over. Um, right, okay, so we had a Cage and Jurassic Express promo before their match, uh, in which Christian Cage said he was going to take Kenny's soul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to gave a C, it was like, a solid enough yep. promo, but I was like, Christian eats souls now, you best watch out Miro's coming, the fucking Redeemer. And we got Private Party versus Jurassic Express. Um... Which, oh shit, I believe Jurassic Express won. Yeah, Jurassic yes, Express won. I assume the Jurassic Express. They should probably name their move a different thing. This match was pretty good, actually. I had a good time. Um, it started uh, good. It slowed down a bit. It got good again. Cassidy and Jungle Boy, great little nice and quick opening up segment. And it kept up with the Quentagging and just Jungle Boy really fast, just looking phenomenal. And he's looked phenomenal in every match he's been in for a while. And then we hit picture in picture and it slowed down for Jungle Boy to eat shenanigans based shit for so long I lost interest. <laughs> but then, then uh, we got Jungle Boy step off Isaiah as a, as a counter to one of Pro Party's uh, move for the Jungle Boy post break comeback. And we got a good power hot tag from Dino Saw. Uh, and then he, he was in there for like 30 seconds before he tagged Jungle Boy back in. I was like, Jungle Boy's got a lot of health back very quickly. It didn't bother me too much. There was a bit of a long setup for the 
Counter reverse shoulder destroyer off Dinosaur's shoulders. Uh, but I actually, I think it looks quite good. Normally I like to complain about a Canadian destroyer, but the actual height adds to it, if making it incredibly dangerous. Uh, Quen missed a springboard shooting star, and that felt a bit bad for him. Uh, but otherwise it was all pretty good there. We got a silly string counter into a Jurassic Express, and I enjoy a good silly string counter, especially after when they first opened the show. The move was done all the fucking time. Uh, but Marco got fucking bumped into oblivion from Matt in a side spot that I don't think was needed. Uh, Isaiah did one of the best dirty tights grab pin things I've seen for the kick out, uh, which I enjoyed. The gin and juice counter into the DDT was actually great and I really enjoyed that and we had a great pin. It was good to slow to good again. I gave it a high C, low B. We had enough story. We had enough stuff. Did lose me quite hard in the break. But overall, I think it was actually quite a nice high-paced match. Uh, give it. Low B. Low B. Low B. We'll uh, because that. of so many good, great... Um, a low B based on a lot of really cool high spots. So if if you're a wrestling purist, you can you can assume it. You know you can go with with Strange's um, high C, but um, yeah, low B for me because of just that Canadian destroyer. I watched that and I went, I bet Strange doesn't hate that one. All they need to do is not look like a man's back flipping onto his head. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah. Bit of I, momentum. I, I enjoyed this match, and I'm looking forward to Jurassic Express getting eaten by the Lucha Brothers in the semi-final. In the final. Then um. we had Kenny and Don Callis doing a normal good and solid promo with nothing special in it, so we can skip that. Oh, I've got to give one highlight out to Kenny going, oh, go this night that's all about me. Oh, yeah, fair call. It's pretty good. Yeah. Then we get back to the women's section that we've already mostly skipped. We can skip it again because it was pointless. And we move on to the pre-pep for the main event. It looks like we're going to get these... Mark Henry interviews before every main event of Rampage, which is all right, I suppose. Uh, he's lovely. I, I don't know. He's not as much of a hype man as I'd like. The guys actually did a great little um, little promo section. Apparently, Team Two. Uh, apparently, um, oh fuck, what's his name? I've got him down as no, uh, Garcia. Daniel Garcia has beat Matt Seidel. That would have been nice to know earlier. And his side was kind of saved by blessed Team Two Point who I love. And Mox was great, and he used the line, even though I've got a better chance of getting me pregnant than beating me, and that gave me a hearty chortle. I think that was a solid sort of pre-match warm-up, warm sort of let me know who the guy was, and I gave it a B. Yeah, um, much the same. I think Mark Henry's just warming into this role. And now I got you. I, and I, it sounded half asleep for most I, I, of the show. Like, well, he's, very, lovely, he's but... very softly spoken anyway. Um... And I think he's warming into this role. And I think it's actually quite a nice role. I quite like... I think for the what they want Rampage to be, I like this. Mark Henry just has the in the middle. And just basically, you add that little bit of star power from him being there. Not needed when you've got someone like Mox or Britt Baker in, in Pittsburgh. But maybe, you know, next week when you've got some of the younger guys you want to put over who are still in that top tier, that little bit of extra star power helps. And I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. On to the match anyway. Uh, yeah, Mox versus no entrance uh, Garcia. Could have had an entrance, guys, especially as Mox's is like 20 minutes long. 
Could have just not had that women's match. <laughs> um, I don't want to say that about women's matches. But come on. This this match is a really hard one to rank. Uh, Mox obviously wins, I believe. Yep. I should probably make those on my notes. I'm not used to doing this. Uh, and we get a great brutal start from Mox. Mox felt a lot more Japan in this. He seemed like he was going a bit more shoot, choppy things. I love the fact they opened with him just choking him straight to a corner and stomping and slamming him. Uh, Garcia, really good wrestler. Good limb work. His leg blocks look fucking brutal. Uh, really good rolling and such like. Um, just fucking great. Really good submissions. But he's got no personality. He needs a character. Sorry. Uh, Mox did some of his incredibly weak-looking headbutts that I always judge him for. Don't do headbutts. Just don't do headbutts. 99% of wrestling headbutts look shit. They should go in a full Maki Ito side or a Kakeshi. Just, just don't do them. But he does have fucking phenomenal inside-out suplexes. And I love those. Uh... It's a really hard one to judge because the stories come out of nowhere. With this mandala effect man who's suddenly at the stop of the card for some reason. Um, weird. Weird. Arguably, it's... Arguably, the match could technically be a B if I... Knew anything about why this man who has been on TV for two weeks is suddenly in the main event against Moxley. Um, what did you think? Come on, give me your thoughts. So, the problem with this is, I thought the match lasted five minutes. It wasn't until was talking like to you beforehand. Well. <laughs> so, I was on a bit of a hype. Um, this was... I, I, I like this idea of these two... The, this young tag team, this this trio, just putting that out there, this trio who are going after the big guns. So they're making a name for themselves. I think it was a weird kind. It wasn't a star making experience in the same way as Daniel Garcia. Sorry, not Daniel Garcia. This is Dan, um, as Dante Martin. But in the same time, I don't think this hurt Daniel Garcia. Oh, he's really good. Yeah, you've got uh, to see how good for... he is. Um, who is he? <laughs> yeah, we, well, that's the thing. He's this guy who's come out and he started challenging the bin. What I want to see, I don't want to see him now feud with Mox and Kingston. I want to see him call out Kenny. Or, well, another top-tier babyface, let's say, rather than a, a, a top-tier heel. Um, I want to see 2.0 call out uh, the Lucha Brothers. I want to see these these guys keep calling and it doesn't matter if they lose if they keep on putting on the kind of performances they are it's not really hurting them at the minute i mean their enhancement talent 2.0 have got that big uh 2.0 assigned yeah 2.0 uh, aside 2... daniel garcia is not yet 2.0 have that big upper mid card energy a bit like how chucky e. t and less trent but some of the best friends do you know what i mean they don't they, they, I, tell you who, I, I, I tell you i tell you who i want 2.0 to call out Beaver, bro Beaver Boys. Oh, the Beaver Boys. Fucking love the Beaver Boys. Yeah, no, that'd be a good match. At, at the promos before. Yeah, I no, mean, we're not right talking there. MJF Mox promos. We're talking, talking absolute comedy fucking gold. Yeah. Yes, mate. Um, so so yeah, what did I you give the match? I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think I'm going to say it's a B. It was good. It was solid. It was good. 
with a little bit more explanation, it would and without Mox's headbutts, it would have been really solid. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mox, don't don't yeah. come and beat me up. Yeah, we do I'll love you. you. Your, <laughs> poke you in your arm, Scar. Come on. Um, uh, and then for the end of the show, everything went dubsy dub, and it was pretty yes. solid dubsy dubbing. Yeah. I enjoy a bit of a dubsy dub ending. Um, but that's it, unless you've got anything to add. Nope. What's our overall right. score for Rampage? Uh, weirdly, it's ended up as a, a little bit better than the previous show. It's it's a B minus with a plus one S rank punk on the side. There you go. <laughs> da, 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 it's in a big square for. I don't, we need cameras so people can see the mad shit I draw when I'm doing this. <laughs> well, at some point, I have been thinking that maybe we should start doing these as a live Twitch stream every yeah, week. Fair, mate. Um, if you like that, write in and tell us. Yes. P.O. Box. We don't have P.O. Boxes. <laughs> no. We're no. going to that shit at the end. Funnily enough, I'm going to do that right now. Uh, we don't have hey. any... We don't have any um, uh, messages, letters, uh, correspondence, emails. You can get in touch with us. You, We do lots of things if you listen back to previous shows. And I appreciate there's a year's load of we'll these. We'll talk about anything. But we'll yeah, talk about anything. We, we have previously, if this is the first release of the show, we have booked... We have booked normal actors as wrestlers. We do on the we have done on the fly booking. We'll happily discuss anything. We've reviewed Old matches. our favourite matches. We'll review your favourite matches. We'll review matches you think are absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, I do like a good terrible match. Um, anything? Shit. Yeah, send us some stuff. Uh, WrestleOpinionated at gmail dot com. We are WrestleOP on Facebook and WrestleOP1 on Twitter. Um, I guess that's it for this week's show. Uh, sorry we don't have... I'm assuming that normal service will be resumed next week. Uh, quick apology for me. Last week's YouTube video refused to upload. I will try and get it uploaded to YouTube within the next couple of days. It's a very busy week for myself, Strange and Muir. Um, but hopefully... We've got to go nerding. Yeah, we've got to go nerding. Uh, I want to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. Uh, you can find us as Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and on YouTube. Mr. Strange, over to you. Thank you for listening. We do love every single one of you, so please click that little like button, that little share button, that little subscribe button, whatever the little five-ranky star system on Spotify is, and I don't know what's on Anchor. I've never been able to figure out how to use it. But please give us a like, share, subscribe, all that bollocks. Uh, we appreciate uh, you listening, send us some stuff to listen in. Thank you very much. Back to you, Morg. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night. <laughs>